connecting to the AOC Podcast Network. Enjoy your stay. Cut them off. I have to cut off a lot of similar people, I guess. All right, so what do we want to call this? <clears throat> well, to cut them off or not to, and not in traffic, because that's okay, but just then wrong. We're, we're, this, is, this is the podcast today. Today's subject is, you start. Today's subject on Uncle Eddie's podcast, number 37645, is to cut them off or not to. I will quickly explain. That is the feeling you get when you see someone post something on social media. Something they probably wouldn't even bring up or say in person because they don't have the, you know, the, the, they don't want to bring it up in person. It's about social media. And to, to block them or not, to get rid of them or not. To, so you're not saying to just ignore by, like, scrolling over. You can't even stand to see I'm got, uh, Yeah, well, my dilemma is that my personality type and my experiences told me that it's better to, to keep voices in your head, not, not those voices, but other people. Listen, to, <laughs> yes. listen diversify you your input. Uh, read more than one news source. Listen to people you object to on purpose. Because I've learned a lot of the people I object to on purpose were right, and I was just being obstinate, and I changed my way of thinking. That's how it worked for me. And then over the years, I've developed friendships and relationships and uh, gotten to know people that I thought I knew. And now I'm seeing part of them I can't tolerate. And I don't mean it's the difference that I like blue and they like red. I mean, I can't tolerate what these people are exposing themselves to be. And now I'm, I don't want to cut them off. There's a, there's a lot of reasons not to cut them off. But I just can't take people who are telling me that... Uh, the, the sun's not coming up tomorrow, or uh, the, the earth is 6,000 years old, therefore we have to rule our government and our whole society's got to bend to that will. Those things have made me, and, and I brought this up at the staff meeting the other day, and the reason I brought up for the, for the podcast is because you shot back with, no, man, don't cut them off. And I appreciate that. I know that I shouldn't cut them off, but I want to cut them off. I'm tired of it. I... <laughs> to to speak as the mentor to the mentee, I know where you're coming from, and I feel your pain. And I was in. They that taught place, you to say that son. at school to calm me down. I, yes. I, we have that in class right here. Jacob. <laughs> Listen to him. Sympathize. That class, AOC Thursdays. Yeah. That, see now I'm too loud. I'm trying to watch our levels too and make sure we're. But uh, okay, here's the way that I look at it in my current wizened state. Uh, wizened meaning looking older than I should. Not that I'm any wiser than any of you. Uh, I find that if you can just like if you can get to that point of like the sea crashing against the you know it's it's there's going to be all manner of of f- sound and fury yeah. and and you can it, you can tune it out without turning it off because when you turn it off then I don't know how their algorithm works probably that means that your stuff isn't getting viewed by them I don't know if you're into posting but I I'm not but I just don't like the idea of uh, of, of essentially uh, writing them off for their current uh, uh, place in humanity's birth pains of this new age we're coming to. Right. You know, they're all they're all as confused as we are. They just are louder and more scared about it. You know, they're they're, well, they're showing their the, fear. Uh, be a good segue into the. This is the beginning of the next thing. We're we're yeah. uh, what we're doing now is done. Uh, we'll go into that. But I don't mean your analogy of just let it happen. It's the waves crashing against the shore. Let that be part of the background noise and deal with what matters. But these people are so obscene and so obtuse and so aggressively ignorant. I mean, they are they are going out of their way to make points that are 
refutable by not just by my opinion. I honor different opinions. I'm I'm real generous with tolerating other opinions, but I can't tolerate uh, aggressive ignorance or stupidity or bigotry and denial of you know. Come on, the sun does come up on a regular basis. We pretty much refined it. We know about it twenty four hours. <laughs> we can bank on some of this, but these it people are round. these people are cluttering up my my beach rocks. They're throwing crap on my rocks instead of beaches. You know what I'm saying? It. I, I want them out of my life, <laughs> and I don't want to cut everybody who's close to them. Who are, who are to say people who I disagree with, because I disagree with damn near everybody. You know to me, fairly be I'm, I'm obstinate about it. Me too. Yeah. Everything so, everybody says is So I don't want to cut them off because I disagree with their opinions, but I do want to cut them off if they are, uh, if their opinions are beyond opinions, they're undeniably refutable by everything, uh, and they are in some cases to me out and out repulsive. Well, and see, that is where the the tuning out is most functional because – you're not going if you engage them on social media that you've I, lost you've lost what, time yeah, and you and they won't read what you've written not, not genuinely yeah. you know they'll, they'll read it so that they can come back yeah, i hear part of what you're saying because that's what provokes some of the feelings that i have right now and when you yeah. don't spend your time on social media not again to sound like some patriarch but you have more time i mean honestly i've been doing it for years now and i read more physical books as well as just spend more pleasure time on the internet where i'm not angry you you know and this kind of insistent and and non-specific anger that's just like oh there's so much wrong there's so many people that aren't paying attention well guess what though that has become you too because you're paying attention to this oh yeah i am um i when you put it in those terms i admit i am a feeder at the trough that i disdain (laughs) you know i'm uh i I really yeah i'm heading there uh, and I know that they're feeding me um, well, they're not pre-fertilizer. Feeding you the, they're feeding you the half, the, the bread, you know, that Khalil Gibran talks about. They're feeding you the loaf that only feeds half of your appetite. It feeds, you know, the baser instincts yeah, without uh, the feeding mo- the, the soul. The most base of instincts, and it, it, and it, it does apparently fulfill some kind of need for the connectivity or something because I keep going back to it. It does. It but does. But I've got to find another way. Well, that's where that's, uh, it's the same screwed up. Uh, a function that uh, uh, gamblers get addicted to. I don't know if you know this. I think we may have even well, brought it up on the show. Endomorphin. Yeah, they get releases. Uh, dopamine. And, well, whatever the heck it dopamine. Yeah. I don't know what it's called. Do- dopamine. There's a ton of them. But the point is that they get addicted to the continuous trend of losing. It's not about the high they get from winning because then how would you get addicted to that? It's it's mm-hmm. it's unpredictable. They get addicted to that constant feeling of oh, it's around the corner. It's not this one, but it might be the next mm-hmm. one. And that is so Kafkan and scary. And it's the same kind of thing, I think, that is happening with social media. We get addicted to this this depression that might peak on, oh, people people are paying attention to me right now. I'm I've got a you know, I've got some kind of well, uh, a yeah. class. Yeah, there's a fulfillment thing. It's one of the reasons Cache. poor people uh, vote to stay poor in favor of rich people because they believe they're just rich yes. people and waiting. Right around the it, corner. It's that same sort of justifying where you're at and I'm angry, therefore everybody around me is angry. Let's make sure they're angry. I'm going to keep up with them. And they hear me being angry. I hear them being angry. It's a self-fulfilling prophecy. Yeah, and that's and it's the where thing the money that, is. But, and it's where the communications yeah. of today happen to be. And it adds to my disillusionment with people I used to think I respected. And now 
I would say I actively disdain their presence. I don't want them around me. And I used to think, hey, man, really, I, I think of a couple that I'd actually go out of my way to ask of advice and so mm-hmm. forth. And we stayed away from those topics, and that doesn't mean they've become different people than they were. The advice was still good. But I can choose some things, and I can choose not to have, let's use a, 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 a Nazis. I don't, have to, I don't have to have Nazis in my circle. Yeah. You know, so maybe I'm overreacting, and and you're completely right. Well, just don't deal with it that way yet. Turn it off. Do something else with your time. It yeah, yeah but it's yet. more of a psychological yeah. answer than a practical yeah. one. It's well, hard to do that. In, in yeah, but I I want to know how come my world has become some wacky that people that I thought were what they were, uh, maybe I was just naive. You know, I thought we were all better, so more socially evolved than we are. I think a good tack to take is to always assume that you're wrong because then it starts to become like i say the ocean then it's like well well <laughs> you become when you become unsure then you start to become one with <clears throat> the natural rhythms around you you know you can be sure of yourself you can be sure of the reactions that you make in the real world in real time but you can't be sure of your presumptions of the future or your presumptions of other people's perceptions I think that's where I'm racked, uh, my presumption of other people's perception. Because I spend a lot of time giving other people space for their perceptions. I mean, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm an inclusive, uh, yes, uh, I, I'm liberal to a fault. I take everybody for who they are, and I embrace that. Uh, I'm real good with that. And I sort of lost where I was specifically going. But well, it goes back to, uh, I, I, there's, maybe I've been too gullible. <laughs> I've been taking some cancer into my circle. Well, see, and that's, that's uh, kind of the thing. I think that's what happens uh, when you are, as you say, you know, really ecumenical with what you'll take in you know especially you liking to turn on excuse me opposition uh political radio stuff you know you listen to all that garbage that comes out of the right wing but i make it a point i i know i know but i i just don't think it's i think it's only research for a couple of weeks and then you're just smacking yourself because you know they're not those people haven't changed and the thing they're they're selling hasn't changed no no it's not gonna uh all right, so uh, mission accomplished. I'm cured now. You're cured. I'm going to go turn off Facebook. <laughs> I, uh, would, I, would, I would remove it from your phone. That's what I did. I, mean, yeah. it, it, I know. It's a, it's, a, it's a plunge. Well, no, I could. I, I'm a, I'm not, I, am, I'm, I, mean, I, I guess I'm an addict. I like Facebook, but I can cut way back on the amount of time I spend yeah. on non-business-related, non-fulfilling True, stuff. Because yeah. I go down the rabbit holes, and I can stop before I go down the rabbit hole. And like you say, don't engage them. That's uh, the thing. And even I the, generally I don't agree, engage man. them. But, uh, every I'll, now and then I scroll, and I there will be things that I agree, and I, every now and then I'll give them a like. That's it. Uh, um, I just, I've, I'm, I've done with – because you know what? It gives me more energy to have these discussions in the real world. It really does. Well, that's one of the I'm reasons that we, that we want to have a podcast that we can at least talk about it and nuance that can't be transmitted in keyboard – uh, well, because you got to think really, it like, okay, why are we the purported customer of Facebook? Oh, sorry, the product of Facebook. You know what? Why is it? Well, part of it is because they're yeah. using our data to better uh, pitch to us, to, to sell. Oh, yeah. Oh, to, they you know, totally refine our bubble. They know we need a, a dishwasher. Yeah. We need a dishwasher. Okay, that's cool, and that's something to talk about. Uh, and In fact, it's a really great topic because we could talk about that new information economy and the – what do they call it? The data economy. Data, Mass, the data, yeah, data, uh, big, big data, big yes. result, big, but, big data, big impact. Basically, 
Big data is shorthand for artificial intelligence because the data becomes self-aware at some point and can replicate. Well, there's enough of it that you can – and there are algorithms that you can – getting that data is essentially giving you power over predicting others' actions in the same way that algorithms are able to predict the markets in the same way that you can like basically bet up and bet down and you have two pots of money. that High degrees of accuracy, they can do that. And their forecasting ability because they can do – other other seemingly non-related uh, effects. This I, I sat through this thing the other day, and as, as bad as I can hear, I heard a few things that were super promising and super terrifying. Because this, once they get all this data in one place, just you and I mentioned dishwashers, counting that time three mm-hmm. times today. In a year, I'll go home and on my home computer, unrelated to anything to do with this podcast, except that the name is Uncle Eddie, and they might know we did it. I'll get an ad. On my email, on my personal account at home for dishwashers. Or, or for the fluid. You know, you're running out of fluid. Your dishwasher says it looks like you're running out of Yeah, but they know. They, they will have ag- uh, uh, aggregated the data that we talked about related us and yes. dishwashers. Well, bada bing, and, bada boom. And if you want to look at it like really arch and, uh, and fun, then you can think, well, okay, so the machines will learn our patterns. So you throw off chat, chat, fake patterns. There you go, just like all those great movies. But, okay, the point that I was making about that big data uh, and, and really more like the way that social media is the harvesting device for that data uh, is that, yes, we're the product, but it's also because we feel like it feels like an outer shell of our consciousness it feels like we're able to project our consciousness and here is us oh yeah this is well this we can we can live with an alias it's it, it's uh you're both invisible and in the game at the same time and you're literally invincible they can only kill the mm. fake you you know yeah the the, oh, man, the, they the had a great south park about that what's that the fake you or the real this you was is? called you have zero friends and it was, uh, you know, Facebook is the thing for that episode. And, yeah. you know, and this one poor kid, he has no <laughs> friends. And, and finally, you know, so, anyway, I'm not going to tell them. The, yeah, don't, don't, no South, spoiler alert for you. Can I give a uh, call to action? Watch South Park. See, I'm too loud. I don't know what's going on here. Well, every now and then you get excited and That's talk true. into the mic. Um, so where do we go from here then if i'm not going to cut these people off but i'm going to cut back on my facebook and i'm going to start to try to pay attention to meaningful discussions uh and and don't as they say go down the rabbit hole don't let these people that i used to think they were trolling they just did this to get my goat some of them are most of them and i think i can tell a troll from a person trolls are a little more fun yeah they are because you can spar with them and they at least have woody answers Uh, yeah well and and they're kind of doing it you know, in a kind of the way that I'm trying to divorce myself, except they're divorced uh, from the ideologies and just within it, like wanting to see, like like some alien oh, yeah. scientist, yeah. how these people are going sure. to start oh, yeah. fighting each yeah, other. Yeah. They don't. The, the subject matter is almost immaterial. It's the manipulation. Yeah, they, they get a little power trip out of that. There's a certain psychology to those sides. Yeah, and, uh, I, I, I. My personality type, I could see me being a troll. I mean, I, I don't, but I, I would like to start a fight between two or three or six idiots with yes. a fake personality just by saying obscure stuff just for the sake of saying it. <laughs> just, you know, I'll be rude on this particular whatever you want to do, yes. message board or this thread, and I'll throw out a bomb. And just to keep them going, that I don't. It's time-consuming, and it's a little trivial, but... When it goes down, I could see myself entertaining myself, manipulating other people like that. <laughs> it's harsh, but I could. No, no, there. Uh, it, it brings up a, a, an interesting 
like a newer term. I think it's called Collins Law. I tried to pull it up fast enough, but uh, I would be clattering on the keyboard, which would make our audio even more dismal. But I think it's called uh, Collins Law, and it's that if you want to get the right answer to a question on the internet, don't post the question, but post an incorrect answer to the question. Yeah, I've heard and that someone before. Will correct you. Yeah, that's actually <laughs> smart. And those kinds of little mind manipulations that are happening now are happening more consistently and more regularly. So and here I'm arguing about closing my own bubble by making it tighter, <laughs> throwing people out of my bubble. Uh, all your information. I is stopped becoming... watching Bill Maher religiously, like I'd like to do, kind of because maybe it is getting me uh, in a tighter bubble. But I just felt like that had become its own weird. Well, I quit. I quit listening bubble. to Rachel Maddow and almost everything yeah, on talk radio on our side and their that. side because our side's as bad as theirs. Only they say stuff. They're half truth on our side, and they're making mountains out of molehills on our side. It's still, it, it's wrong. It's a waste of resources and energy. And uh, I think there's an argument to be said that the free speech of some of these people is dangerous. It's fire in a crowded movie theater dangerous. Uh, Alex Jones, for example, uh, I, I, as much as I hate him, Rush and Hannity and all those guys are just assholes. But this Alex Jones guy has lost his shit. Uh, he does and seem like he's he got people carrying guns cult. into pizza um, joints. This is dangerous. This is well. He just does seem to like appeal to this righteous anger, like like unplaceable righteous anger, just at every out group. You know, they're just not us. Oh, and they're all out to get us. Oh yeah, but and it's the, really sad. And it would be fine if it weren't for the fact, yeah, that I mean, when do when do you become a Jim Jones? Like when do you when do you arrest Jim Jones before all those people die? Well, we have us a bit of an Alex Jones right now. I think we do. And oh, wow. I think Alex it, Jones, Jim Jones. Weird. Yeah. Well, I, he has provoked people to acts of violence with some regularity. Uh, he, he says things that are beyond uh, just human pig mating to well, have a the, whole. It's the in Yenzi and, thing. You know, the, uh, the, yeah, the, the example they use is uh, from the Hutu and, you know, the Rwandan violence and the one of the two tribes had access to the radio waves and were calling the other tribe Inyenzi cockroaches. And, uh-huh. and they say that's kind of that they believe, like looking back on that atrocity, is that's one of the things that led to it was this consistent, frequent dehumanization technique uh-huh. that makes it easier to, you know, just take a life. Well, the like, well, dehumanization thing is a big deal and we've, we're being played on that. The degradation of media to uh, value to media and fake news, that's going to hurt us big time. Uh, it's hurting us now. The, the illiteracy of the consumer of news and resources is one of the reasons the people that I don't like believe what they believe. They are consumers of things. There are no filters. And the, the, the lack of filters and the democratization of the ability to be a news source I mean, with a little bit of effort, and if we weren't so lazy, you and I could be as powerful as anybody else. We got two microphones and an internet. Yeah, uh, if we worked at it, I'm yeah. sure we could build a following well, at, and, over and, time. But in, in a sense, though, but what I'm saying is, any there is no there is no even implied relationship with the media that you're going to get honesty back in the old days you believed and when i read it in the paper uh they they lie sometimes but they're they're supposed to tell us the truth and that's what they try yeah and nowadays it's like screw the truth brother we just got to fill this page or this screen or you don't know who but i am but that's I'm, something where and it's delivered through the same voice and set and people can't tell the difference yeah well and there have also been a number of 
court uh, cases, whatever you call them, decisions that further allow news organizations to knowingly lie. Oh, that's uh, been decided. They don't have to tell you the truth at all. Yeah. No, well, that's which, been decided. Which isn't helpful. But I think uh, kind of a an broader solution might be the same kind of way we tackled it, uh, you know, 50, 60 odd years ago when the networks were using the airways, the public airways, and they were required, instead of paying the government some kind of fee or whatever it would be, they were required to put out a newscast every night. Yeah. Free of charge that was as, as you know, broad and honest as, they, as it could be. And I think that is still a solution because, it, you know, there are all these inflammatory entities on any one side, but there are the broad mass of people are sensible and are quiet in the center. Yeah, well, the voice and, of the and, mass and ought be, to be, yeah. Well, you know, they're the ones that aren't, the people that we want to talk to are the ones we don't hear from. Right, because they're, they're not poor enough to be fighting back and they're not rich enough to own the, the top level of the dialogue. Yes. They're stuck in the middle and they don't know who to yell at. Yeah, the and so they get angry and they vote for people that yell for them. That's it. They'll just, and it's you know they don't know. It's it's venting and ventilating and. I, I mean, uh, I become of the mind that it's it really for the the mass. It's the consistent ones that don't show up show up necessarily, but just they go vote Democrat or Republican. It's those people. It's those. Imagine how many people is that? That's like forty percent. That's forty percent of them. Yeah, that yeah. vote. Uh, if you if you could talk sensible people. Into that, that's why Perot caught fire because he he literally he drew thirty eight percent from each from from the from by Republican using, voters and Democratic voters by using logic logic and talking about actual problems that we all face that the the two party system cannot talk about because that's kind of how they continue to function. Well, yeah, they they work by resistance Johnsons. to each other. If they don't if they don't offer a resistance to each other, they have no reason to exist. Yeah. It's kinda of like two cars leaning together. They yeah, exactly. they gotta yeah. they gotta have those cards. But how do you uh, how do you get into the mind of consumers that are bombarded with so much BS and it's presumptuous to assume that once you're in their mind, you can actually lead them somewhere. Because there's a lot to be said that people now are uh, so Im- embedded in embracing their beliefs that they won't change. The harder you push, the deeper they dig in. They're like freaking worms that bore into your skin. And as soon as you pinch the skin, they're back in deeper and deeper <laughs> and deeper. So finally, you got a big festering sore and this worm's bored his way into your heart. <laughs> That is a fabulous analogy. Well, that's uh, how some of those people are, man. They're willing to put a worm in their heart, eating this shit out. Yeah, know, yeah. I, I think we probably all have something for which we would take a worm for. Sure. <laughs> yeah. But I think the answer to this is again kind of oblique. I think the answer is do what we are doing. Continue to do what you're doing. Continue to live uh, as an example, and continue to in person. Uh, Try to engage with people, especially people that you don't agree with. Try to actively have a disagreement somewhere, a super civil disagreement. And especially <laughs> when you meet with someone and there are plenty of them. And I used to be this person. man. This is why this is especially like an atonement for me is now I really feel like I have the skills to de-escalate, which is a power. Man. Oh, it is. Power. Oh, it totally is. It's um it takes a lot of fear out of conversation. And it too. makes people, yeah. it gives people, like we say, this dopamine. At the end of the day, you're getting, it yeah. might not be dopamine, whatever. There are one of the means, of these, yeah. You're one of the means. Something good releases and I feel yes. better and I didn't have to pay it, for it. And, you're, and they're like, wow, I just, I just disagreed with someone who I thought was my blood enemy and they're just a normal smiling Joe. 
And that's that goes back to what I said at the very beginning. The more people you talk to, the more you know about other people, the more likely you are to find out that hey, these guys are really okay. And not only are they okay, but I can get something from them. Yeah, that, you know, it's not a and that's, profiteering that's from your, them, but. Well, That's that, my M.O. That's what AOC taught yes. me. I, actually, the, the military started the education, but being here, I mean, I came in here not caring for some people that I've learned not only to care for, but to go to bat to help mm-hmm. because I got to know who they were and what their motivations were. Even when I disagreed with what they were fighting for, I've become a huge proponent of helping the guy who's fighting regardless of his fight. Yes, Even to help people who are fighting against me if they're fighting out of passion and belief. I get that. I, and yes. But I still can't come back to, well, we're going to rule the government with a, uh, people who believe the earth is 6,000 years old, and that's that because <laughs> we say it is. You can't not, though. No. Well, and I think that's where you take I, – I think I answer a lot of your questions with, and that's where. Uh, but I think this is the part of the, the, the internal struggle that you have where you can just say that I will, I will react correctly in the moment. I will go to bat when I need to, and I will step back when I need to. Step back more often is what I should do. Yes. Even though I don't get into the arguments often, I, sh- I don't need to engage. If I'm going to engage, I need to engage in a salient conversation with yes. somebody that it might matter, that I can learn from. I'm not going to learn anything from these people. They, they, well, well, they, you might, but you probably won't because it's the broken clock thing. They, yeah, that's kind of what could. I've learned from them is that they have their copy lines worked out, and that's all they got. Well, well, and, and, you, so, and uh, to uh, kind of speak to the... Uh, pedantic in me uh, the teacher learns from the bad student you know the good student learns from the teacher but, right but there's some truth there too so but it, some of these people are worse than bad students <laughs> you know. some of these people need to be expelled <laughs> there you go ostracized yeah. to, uh, to use a that, well, let me term. ask yeah it's an interesting you'd bring that up uh i am also a believer in some corrective action as a society how do we handle this what do we do and uh financial boycotting but the social equivalent of, of boycotting is public shaming. And there's a lot of ethical gray area in mm-hmm. both of those things. But is there is a, is a mass public shaming of people? Uh, are some of these people beyond shame already? And am I wasting my time? This, or is, it, is, is, it, is that the right thing to do? Well, I'll just get all my friends to turn against you and yeah. we will bully you on Facebook uh, or this whatever. This is like is the that, most fraught part for me because I don't know, man. The, the way I look at it is when you have – uh, an underdog, like you're saying, but to a way worse degree. When you have an underdog that's fighting, you know, the power, yeah. then you go to bat for the underdog. Now, when that underdog is someone who is espousing hatred uh, and the the mob disagrees entirely, you go to bat for the person who's espousing hatred, even if it's horrific. But when that person has access to communication like the internet that changes it for me that's no longer i can't just decide like a philosophically that that everyone is entitled to their voice because now well well it's not just your voice now you now you're able to disseminate you're no longer an underdog yeah and and you know so i honestly have no idea i'm wrestling with that now man i don't know what you do because because the the taoist in me says you step back you let them have their platform and you and you don't shame you ignore that that's what they one of the things we've learned here at AOC over time is that let them speak. Uh, let them speak. Do not react. Don't push back. Let them speak. The more they speak, they'll either speak it out or expose themselves or burn out of gas, or maybe they'll win. Uh, the chances of them winning are, are proportional to the rightness of their cause, <laughs> in, a, in a way. 
You I know, would like uh, to think. Yeah, they, you would like <laughs> to think. But, uh, but you don't think a, a public shaming, like if uh, uh, today we decided, hey, you know, uh, right now I'm really hating on uh, uh, there's a grocery store on the north side who took a stand that they firmly believed in. And I honor them taking a stand in their personal life, but they brought it into the grocery store. And then the, what they did was uh, blatantly rude and indifferent to their ma- major constituency. Mm. So their major constituency says, we're just taking our money to the other store. Is that right or wrong? Because that store is in their community. It it feeds, uh, it, and grocery stores are different than, ice cream stands and different from other things they are you need them they should yeah they should be part of your community uh, uh, i always have you know the the perfect uh answer in a vacuum i don't know if you can apply this to your life the way i look at it uh is like i've heard a couple of things about stores that i frequent you know, the people that run now well there's one that i just don't go to because they put up signs about we don't take food stamps because we don't accept you know yeah. Yeah. People who don't work or something. Is that a little restaurant ridiculous. somewhere near your house? That's Julian's Po' Boys. Yeah. yeah. I'm, glad you, I'm glad you said it and I didn't have to, but yeah, yeah. I, I don't eat there either. Yeah, I, I don't. And I actually, I did like their grub, but it's 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 as expensive as Dat Dog, and Dat Dog seems like they have a More a human attitude, mind. yeah. Yes, but so, okay, this is the way I look at it. If it's a local store, I will suck up my beliefs to go there unless it's just unless it's just in my face you know, where I can't, I can't abide it. I will just go because it's still better that my money go to them. I'm voting with my money. When it's a, a large entity, then I will boycott for ideas because then it becomes feeding a behemoth rather than right. a table, a family. Right. So that's where I would, I would stand on that. Well, uh, on how I can sort of go in line with some of that. <laughs> I mean, you know, it's everybody has to come to their own conclusions. But I think the point is to come to our own conclusions and not to immediately – as soon as we're aware of an issue, to be made to be on a side of it, and that's what happens, Ed. So often, as soon as <laughs> as soon as somebody learns about something, it's tinged with the and uh, be scared of it for this reason. Oh yeah, well the whole taking sides thing. Um, we, I've brought this up every almost every podcast. You're on a side whether you want to be or not, uh, and that's part of why our society is spinning a little bit right now. We've we've reached a point that you're taking sides. And in a perfect society, we'd be balanced around the perimeter of the plate, and the plate would spin. But right now, we're just on sides of the plate, and it's a little out of balance. You know, nobody uh, – people have become a one-candidate person or, or uh, uh, I believe in uh, I'm against abortion. Therefore, I am automatically assigned to be against black people and gays just because that, that's what the assignment is, whether it's true or not. And then I'm automatic – blah, 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 and on and on it goes. And I think yeah. people become – and I know I do it. People tell me I'm a certain type, and so to make a point, well, I'm, not only am I not, I'm going to show you how not I am by being something I'm not anyway, just to that's make a point. It. That's you know. beautiful. Uh, that's yeah. So, well, I think I think we fall into that trap, and it comes back to the. It really like man. It's self fulfilling. Well, re, re, it just kind of brings me back to uh, the 81 pages of the Tao because this is just this is like all it talks about is essentially every time you react like without you know without your whole self when it's one of these things where you're kind of trying to like stay on the tightrope with mm-hmm. these with these like ineffectual you, you know without committing to being on the tightrope mm-hmm. you, you know you, you just fall because you're not really there you're too busy in your head thinking about being there and it's, it's, way it's way it. easier to say than to do you know? well I think a good way to look at it though 
All right, so maybe I need to chill a little bit. Don't <laughs> that boy- is regardless of yeah. which show we're doing, Ed. That's true. Yeah, don't boycott anybody, or <laughs> no. maybe I boycott a lot of people. If yeah. you if I- you intentionally bring politics to the workplace, then I'm going to use politics for or against you. Yeah, I prefer not to know, to be honest, because there's a lot of places I like to do business with that I won't because of their politics. I just soon not know. Yeah. But if it's that's important the weird enough, thing. why yeah. bring it up? Yeah, why, if they're going to bring you? it up to them, that means they want me to give a hoot. And since I do, yeah. my vote is I'm going to go eat another kind of hamburger. Yeah. And just don't bring it up. That's one of our rules around here. You can't wear political <laughs> or religious T-shirts. You can wear everything else you want, <laughs> but you can't put on a big old fat Democrat or Republican T-shirt. There's some things you don't need to tell people. when yeah. you, you need to be neutral where you're at. Uh, <laughs> And, and so a certain civic carriage one all right, can so what's have. our time on this bad boy man been, we went on and on if, let's uh, see i was actually trying to search that thing to make sure i said uh 32 minutes oh that's too long right. man okay so it's, it's been another episode <laughs> of uh we're still calling it the uncle lady podcast i know last time we put out a call for name suggestions and i probably got maybe 40 or 50 suggestions yes. and uh, yeah there were some good ones that are like what kind of dumbasses are you was the most it came out four times too that was the most common but uh, but we by the time you hear this uh, the next time you hear these melodious voices we'll have another name and our pledge to each other is uh worth everything we paid for it we will be doing this more frequently yes uh, i do appreciate the therapy you 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 let me talk it out and you heard me and uh i'm gonna go get on facebook and tell my friends right now <laughs> yeah I appreciate the time as well, Ed. And, Social media. Uh, and I thank the uh, perhaps dozens of you, if more, then we will be super pleased uh, that have listened. And y'all have a great whatever time of day it is. In your world. <laughs> the views and opinions expressed on this or any program on the AOC Podcast Network do not reflect the views and opinions of Lafayette Consolidated Government, Cox Communications, LUS Fiber, AOC Community Media, its board of directors, or its staff. To learn more about becoming a community media producer, visit us on the web at aocinc.org.